Two Brothers, One Mike is a weekly podcast put together to help motivate and inspire our listeners both mentally and physically in the hopes of helping you be the best you. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Two Brothers, One Mike. I'm Joe, and as always, my brother, Coach Tony, is here. Tony. What's going on out there, T-Bomb land? Another wonderful day here in Ohio, Joe. Uh, the sun, uh, why am I so, why am I so, uh, what's the word of it? Why am I so, I, I'm, I'm, I don't want to say passionate about the sun. <laughs> why am I so fixed? I'm so fixated on the lack of sunlight here in Northeast Ohio. And, uh, you know what? When that sun is out in the morning, I have a lot more energy. I'm ready to get things done. I tell you, but God, I, I feel like we, we live in Washington state. It's just been, although now next week, next week, and I don't, you know, if somebody wants to look at the forecast and figure out what week I'm talking about, they're yeah. talking about a lot of sun in the eighties. And that's, that's more my kind of way. Yeah. yeah. Well, we, well, we dated the show there, which we always do. We're, we're told don't date the show, but I, I don't even understand how that works. Uh, yeah. uh, we we're talking about, uh, early May, ladies and gentlemen, 2022. Uh, so if you're listening to us in real time, which is, you know, every Wednesday, nine o'clock, you know, that if you're listening to us five years from now, which this show will still be here, um, you know that we were talking about 2022. And maybe at that point in time, five years from now, five years from now, Northeast Ohio will be the sunniest spot in the United States of America. Something will change with the environment. Yeah. I could be listening. I don't know, I don't know I if that's could... concerning or if that's, that's all, all <laughs> well, I, a good thing. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> and, uh, and one other thing about about dating the show, yeah, we've been told that, but but the interesting thing is, is the date is literally on the show when they see. Yeah, our, that's true. Our that's very true. So our 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 shows are very very dated, literally. Yeah, very true. Very true. Yeah, and and, uh, uh, and, and I'll, I'll tell you what. Let, that being said. That being said, I want to talk. I want to give a disclaimer about last week's show, real quick, before mm-hmm. we uh, get into a word from our sponsor and we start talking about today's show, arrogance versus confidence. Last week, ladies and gentlemen, when we were talking about the fitness and, and nutrition industry and some of the scams that you have to look for, and, and some of the ways you have to look for them from doing background checks on the people that are actually promoting the product, uh, doing understanding what their background is, what they're, you know, what they're bringing to the table, um, what, uh, you know, other products and services that they've sold in the past. Um, what's the validity? What, what, you know, what are the, if, if there's ratings on these things, what are they, what are other people saying? Not just one person, but I mean, a lot of research from a lot of different aspects to really get the understanding of how true, to the fitness and nutrition industry these people are. So we talked about all that. And then we also talked about something uh, when it comes to FFMI, uh, right? Uh, We talked about that also in a show. And FFMI, ladies and gentlemen, is your um, fat, free mass index. And there's a whole formula on how you figure that out. And you got to listen to the show. And I explained that. And there's certain numbers that I was talking about in that particular aspect. And, and FFMI, when you're looking at that, just understand this, forget about the formula right now and understand that anybody who is recording anything between a 19 and a 24, normally what, what most people will say to you is, okay, this individual can gain that type of lean muscle tissue to body fat percentage without any performance enhancing drugs, without anything that is illegal, without any steroid uh, usage, so to speak. Anytime you're going up over 25, that's when the warning signs come up. Now, 
there's a couple things about the original study that I did not talk about and I want to bring up real quick here. In the original study where FFMI was brought up and, and those particular numbers were brought up, there's a couple things about the, the group, the sample group that was used. There was approximately 160 people that were used, Joe, if you could remember. And, and what I did not uh, bring up was the fact that there was a handful of them in the 160. Some were people who were admitted to doing steroids. Some people were those who, who worked out and did everything clean. No performance-enhancing drugs, no steroid abuse, nothing. In those two groups, they were using 16-year-olds at times as part of the sample group. Now, here's my problem. When you're looking at if somebody has reached their FFMI potential, a 16-year-old is not even fully developed yet. You, you know, Joe, do you see where I'm going with that? Yeah. So, so from a muscular standpoint, you know, their muscularity, uh, it's, it's impossible to use a 16-year-old person, a kid, who is still developing naturally. You can't possibly figure out an FFMI and get a true reading on it um, as far as where they've reached their potential. You have to be at at least, uh, you know, there's people that are growing all the way up to age 22. So I would, I would have to say, can we at least use adults throughout the study in order to determine that? So that's one of the things that I didn't like about that particular study that I didn't point out last week. I also, we didn't mention anybody's name, but there was one individual that we talked about where I used to enjoy watching this individual talk about their product and their, and their services. And, and I it, their background was extensive in everything they do. Their FFMI was through the roof when I figured it out, uh, given all their stats. They had their body structure stats, their body fat percentages, the um, measurements of their wrist or their ankle, um, uh, their height, their weight, uh, everything. And when you plug that into the formula, their FFMI was almost like a 29, which is way above 25. And here's the thing. I'm not saying that somebody who is above 25 uh, when it comes to the fat-free mass index, the FFMI, I'm not saying that they can't possibly gain that type of lean muscle tissue uh, without steroid abuse, without performance-enhancing drugs. What I am saying is the percentages decrease more and more and more and more. And when you get to 29, I'm sorry, folks, I'm going to guarantee you, guarantee you, that everybody whose fat-free mass index is 29 to 30 to 31, I'm going to say, and I, I, Joe, I, I would throw money on less than 2% of the people who are there are there without using performance-enhancing drugs and steroids. That is just not the norm. It's not even close to the norm. And so I should say it's not that it's impossible that this individual out of 29 – Maybe doing it without steroids, but uh, the, the the jury's out. Let me just say yeah. that. This is yeah. highly unlikely that that's It's highly point. unlikely. Yeah. So I wanted to clarify that. And with that being said, moving away from that, and anybody who wants to listen to that show, it was just last week. But uh, that being said, how about a word from our sponsor, everybody? Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Two Brothers, One Mike is sponsored by Kitchen Apps. Perfectly prepared portions. Hey, Youngstown area listeners, it's Joe from T-Bomb. Once again, we're talking about Kitchen Abs, but this time we're talking about their great selection of pancake mixes you can order right from their site. Now, whether you like blueberry cobbler, strawberry shortcake, they even have banana nut bread super cakes, you can rest assured Kitchen Abs has you covered. 
and maybe you're not a fan of all these flavors or prefer something a little more traditional, then the buttermilk-flavored mix would be the perfect fit for your breakfast. The best part about all of this, these mixes are made from scratch with top-of-the-line ingredients that are all nutritionally balanced. And with up to 36 grams of protein per serving, you just can't go wrong. Now, for more information or to place your order, go to kitchenabs.com. That's kitchenabz.com and get started today. Welcome back, everybody. So, Joe, today, a very interesting show, right? When we're going to talk about confidence versus arrogance or arrogance versus confidence. Doesn't really matter, right? Potato, patata, six to one, half dozen to the other. Um, when you when you talk about let, let's let's break down confidence first. All right. And let's just simply talk about what is it? This is now. Listen to us, folks. We're not. We're not psychologists. We're not psychiatrists. We're not. We're not. You know, in a professional sense. All right. This show is about what we've researched and what we're talking about as two human beings on this show. What's going to be great is when we uh, interview our clinical psychologist, uh, Dr. Nicole Rentilla. And she is going to talk all about arrogance and confidence. She's going to talk about trustworthiness. We've done shows on that. She's going to bring the professional aspect to it. But just to have a conversation here about these two concepts, uh, confidence, what does that mean to me and to, to a lot of other people as well? It's a belief in yourself. You, you have confidence in yourself. Uh, you know your value. And everybody should, should sit down with themselves and try to figure out what is my value? What do I bring to the table? That's extremely important. Everybody has a value to who they are, to their being, to their self. And, and when you believe in yourself, that only boosts your confidence. And, you know, Joe, what I always like to tell people is when you take something that you have a passion for, right? I have a passion for what we're talking about on this show when it comes to exercise and nutrition. I think a lot of people can see that because of how, um, you know, you know how my, my flexion, my tone, how I bring everything to the table. Uh, sometimes I'm talking so fast that I, I, I turn into a machine gun, right? Da, 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 because I'm trying to get all the information out and I'm getting excited about it and I have to slow myself down. There's a confidence there and a belief that I really feel because of my passion, because of my drive, because of how motivated I am when it comes to helping people be the best you and in turn trying to push myself to be the best you at the same time. I'm on the clock here as well. I, I feel that confidence in what I'm talking about. I feel that drive and that motivation. And I don't feel like, if I could, I don't feel like I, I have to prove myself to anybody else but myself. Um, it, it's, it's not a necessity. I think at times we all have to prove ourselves to other people. When you first uh, land that new job, Joe, right, you're trying to you're trying to prove yourself to your boss. You're trying to prove yourself to your peers to show them that you belong in that situation. Once you've gotten through that proven stage where that confidence and the work you're doing kicks in and you know how good you are at your job and you believe in your job and you know your value and your worth to that particular company, you no longer have to really prove yourself anymore. And that's not, there's nothing wrong with that, having that type of confidence. What would you say? I mean, now tell me something. How would you tie this in to what you do when it comes to photography and videography and things of that nature? Oh, it, it, first of all, yeah, you, you need to be confident before you even pick that camera up and start to take pictures of other people because it's going to reflect on how, you, how well you do your job. Like these mm. people are expecting you to set the tone. And so 
you know, it's, if you're not confident in what you're doing, they'll pick up on that and then they become uneasy. And then that starts to show in the pictures as well. Almost like a trickle down effect of yeah. uh, of failure. Well, <laughs> so yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's a more of a reflection, right? Uh, yeah. They call it mirror, mirror neurons, right? Where you smile, somebody else smiles. Well, uh-huh. It's the same thing. If you're confident in what you're doing, you're going to give off that, that, uh, uh, you know, that, same exuberance, that same, yeah, I, I, you I know, know what exactly I'm saying. You're going to yeah. give off that, that, that impression, right? Right. And, and so they're going to then, of course, be impressed, right? And, right. Uh, uh, and so it's everything. It's everything. Right. And, and that being said, what the next question would be, does, does this mean you are, are confident in everything you do just because you're confident in that one aspect? And, and that is almost an easy – that might be the easiest question you could ever answer on Two Brothers, One Mike. Absolutely not, right? And, folks, I'm going to give you an example of – uh, even though I'm so confident in talking to you on this podcast and talking about exercise and nutrition, uh, let me give you one example. And this is, you know, maybe it's a funny example, but it's true. You put me in a pair of skates, you put me on rollerblades, you put me on skis, and you're going to see somebody who is not very confident in what I'm doing at that point. Um, I do not just strap on the skis and think to myself, watch me on this, uh, I don't even know what they're called when you go down those, those K, K4s or K5s. I know that the higher the number, the harder the slope or whatever. Uh, that is not me. I'm not confident when you put me in, a, in anything where I don't have control of my feet, so to speak. And, and so that's just a funny example, right? Or if you put me behind uh, a video camera or uh, doing photography or using a drone uh, as the co-host on the other side of this mic, uh, is very confident in doing, you are looking for a disaster waiting to happen. I have no confidence in that, but that's not my passion like it is, Joe's. It's not my, it's not my motivation and my drive. Uh, that is something he has been uh, doing and chasing and perfecting for many years now. Uh, and so it, it, confidence uh, in everything you do, no, it does not mean that. Uh, we are humble at times, very much so in our life, but confident in what your drive and your passion is in your dreams and your goals, I think is more what we're talking about here when it comes to confidence. Yeah. So I'll tell you one other thing even if you are confident in something, it's possible to lack confidence in that thing. Uh, you know, I do the whole fight camp thing and what have you. And, and that's, I'm not getting in a boxing ring. You know, first of all, right now, right now, I'm undefeated. Right now, I am the champ of my basement. You know what I mean? Yeah. There is no reason that I need to lack. A, I don't need to get into a ring with somebody. First of all, I said it before. I'm too pretty. I, I'm not going to mess up this face. Yeah. But at the same time, okay. You better keep that in mind because when we go when we go video, people, you got to keep that in mind. You well, now, yourself- uh, you know what? I'm convinced and confident. Okay. <laughs> There's okay. that. I think is I'm there, borderline arrogant. arrogance. I that, think yeah. I'm borderline arrogance here. Yeah. To get to that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that being said, as as Joe has jokes today. Um, <laughs> Confident people are, I'm, I'm going to throw out some, some characteristics, right? Confident people are not afraid to fail, right? Because confident people understand what that means. That's literally a broken step in the ladder. You got to go around, go over, go in between uh, to get through to the next level. Um, you're learning from that and you're improving. And confident people are not afraid to learn and improve. That's okay with them. It's not a sign of failure as the do all say all end all. It is simply, I have run into something. I'm going to learn from this. I'm going to improve on this and I'm going to keep going because this is my drive, my motivation and my passion. Uh, constructive criticism is not a problem 
for people who are confident. It's a great tool. And I mean, let me give you uh, let me give you one example, Joe. When we first started doing this show uh, in season one, and I demanded that we throw in the you know seventies and eighties at times, just because I, I love the era and it was just something extra I wanted to add to the show. I kind of made a mistake there and we were doing certain shows where we were talking way too long about something that had nothing to do with the show. You then gave, came to me and you gave me a constructive criticism. You said, listen, we have to change something. And, and you told me, this is what I want to do with this. And we want to tie this more to what the show is about. And so then we began to do that in this journey. I took that as constructive criticism. I didn't take that as somebody trying to tell me about something that I don't feel they know anything about and how dare you and so on and so forth. I took that as, okay, this is something I need to think about. Let me step back. I, I love what I'm doing. So I'm going to, I'm going to try and take this all in as constructive criticism. Okay. I see what he's saying. I think this is a good idea. And, and so that's what you have to do when it comes to constructive criticism, understand what the person, if, if, our fans, or who are the driving force behind this show, right? If they don't like something about the show and they reach out to us, and it depends on how they reach out to us, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and they say, you guys should try this and more and more. And we see a bunch of people saying the same thing. We're obviously going to take that into great consideration as constructive criticism from people who are listening to us on a regular basis. And we're going to take that into you know great consideration. So constructive criticism is not a pro- problem. And, and you know, failure, as I said, is part of the journey. Some people say this confidence is part of the mindset back from failure. All right. So, again, confidence is part of the mindset back from failure. So, I failed. Now, where's my mind? Where's my drive? Where's my motivation? Where's my confidence? Do I feel like I can make it back after that obstacle, after that, you know, roadblock, so to speak. And so that, that's, that's always something that, that I love hearing. Again, confidence is part of the mindset back. And I think another thing uh, that is very important when it comes to the characteristic of people who are confident, they're never satisfied. They're never satisfied. They feel like they can always do better. We always wanted to do better. We've had long conversations in the last few days about mm-hmm. where we want to go with this and, and, and what we need to do. There's no way in our confidence that we look at each other and say, we have reached the pinnacle of podcasting, mm-hmm. um, right? <laughs> and so we have to understand that. Uh, I can guarantee you, and I shouldn't do that, so I'll let you answer this, but when it comes to videography and photography and your drone work and everything you do with your business outside of Two Brothers One Mike, you're not satisfied with where you're at right now. True or false? Oh, very true. I've just changed the way for my real estate photography, the uh, the way that I present the images to the realtors. Um, you know, it's something new, something different, a little bit more of a, like a 3D effect and uh, just, you know, things of that nature. I, I'm, I'm, I'm constantly looking for ways to improve. Uh, first of all, there's so many people out there with a, uh, with a camera that call themselves photographer. Right? Mm-hmm. And so you're always looking for the next greatest thing that's that, that, that people are doing or something better. You always have to be different and in order for, for you to be different. You have to be able to uh, uh, commit to change or, or doing something out of the box and mm-hmm. you have to have confidence in order to do that. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that is a great point to make because in today's world, Folks, we are post, you know, we're post 2020 now. And, mm-hmm. um, 
in today's world where that changed everybody's mindset on how they want to chase their dreams and goals. You're getting a lot more people leaving what they used to do and jumping into things that are extremely different to them than what they were doing for so many years before that. And, you know, things that, uh, such as podcasting, things such as, um, uh, you know, working from home uh, with whatever business they're doing, running their own business ventures from home, uh, you know, and, and basically being their own boss. Um camera work, videography, things of that nature. So they're getting into that. And when they do that, those who've already been in the business, they have to be on their toes. And basically that's what Joe's saying. He has to be on his toes and he has to uh, use that expertise in order to be able to change and, and change quicker than everybody else. Um, if you're afraid of change, um, that's not a confident person. Confident people cannot be afraid of change. You have to accept that and you have to keep going. And that's just a characteristic of it. But what is arrogance? That's that's the second part of this whole thing today. Arrogance, you know, what is it? Well, I mean, if you're breaking it down the way we broke down confidence in the beginning, it's it's always that need. And, I, you know, I don't know a lot of people like this, to be honest with you, Joe. Uh, I, I do know some, but not that necessarily do this. They, they tell you how great they are. Um, I know some people will do that jokingly sometimes, right? And you know they're joking and they, get, they want to get a laugh out of everybody. But uh, apart from the sarcastic remarks, I don't know that there's a lot of people that I know that will literally stand up and explain to you why they are the best and the greatest at what they do. Um, not at least that openly, right? Um, so it, there, there's that. I'd, I'd like to think, folks, if there's if the most, you know, if more people than not in your life are those people, um, it's time to take a step away and move in a different direction. Uh, that's not a healthy environment at all. Uh, here's the thing about arrogant people. They need to rip others to shreds at all times, at all times. It's not constructive criticism. It's I can't believe you would do something like that, idiot. Yeah, it's you usually, have to be a usually, moron. Yeah, yeah, usually it's unsolicited criticism that you see there. Sure. Yeah. And and you see this a lot on social media now um, Mm -hmm. because back in the day when you had to confront the person and talk to them, uh, you were a little bit easier with your words. Some people, some people weren't right. But some, you know, most people were, but on social media, it just seems to be an easier way to go. And there are no repercussions for that. So the need to rip other others to shreds is ridiculous when it comes to arrogance. Uh, I tell people this, Try to avoid arrogant people when you start to get that sense of that in your life. And that's not always easy to do, right? Because when you think about this, Joe, um, and this may be one of the reasons why so many people are trying to reinvent themselves now and get away from what they were doing and how COVID uh, has actually allowed them to move in that direction and start to reinvent themselves. They want to get away from people like their boss, Mm -hmm. right? Because if you're working for somebody who's an extremely arrogant person, you can't just quit. Uh, until now, <laughs> um, yeah. but, but even now, you know, if you have a really good job making great money with great benefits, sometimes you just have that higher up who's an extremely arrogant individual and talks down to you at all times, never wants your input, can care less about your day or how you're doing, and basically has to announce that they are the brains of the operation and you are basically the subordinate. You are nobody, do as I say, and move on. And so, and so, you know, you can't avoid the boss, right? It's impossible when it comes to that. Uh, a teammate, sometimes you're on the same team with somebody who's extremely arrogant. 
somebody who is not just confident in what they're doing, but thinks that they basically, um, and, and, you know, a lot, most people will say there's no I in team. This individual goes the exact opposite way. And it's kind of hard to do because you don't want to just quit the team. Uh, mm-hmm. And so sometimes you're forced with those people. And that's going to be a, a great question to ask Dr. Nicole Rentilla. What are some pathways and ideas that you would do or that you talk to your clients about in order to avoid those types of people. Yeah. Uh, you know, you- I, I wish, I wish we were video. I, w- I would love to show you. There's a, there's a joke with that. There's an I in team uh, and they use the block letter a and it says, see, it's right there in the a hole. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> if you if you use your imagination there, you'll see there's an I team. It's right in the a hole. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna write that down. I don't have a pencil anywhere around me right now, but uh, I never seen or heard that before. So yeah. um, that's definitely that's definitely going in my my uh, quotes uh, <laughs> for sure. I have a bunch of quotes uh, on my phone in my notes, and uh, that's going in right after the show today. You, well, you know, when it comes to arrogant people, though, let's let's. I think a lot of people know this already. I think even they know it. All right. Uh, a lot of times arrogant people. And that's, that's the whole thing about insecurity uh, and how it plays a role with arrogance. It's a disguise, so to speak, isn't it? Um, people who are extremely insecure in what they're doing uh, are who they are, how they look uh, just as, you know, give some examples. These people, then feel like if I'm going to feel this way about myself, I want everyone else around me to be at my level. And so, or, or they take this option. I want to seem like I am extremely confident in myself. And so I'm going to have to really go overboard here to make people think that I know everything and they know nothing so that it looks like confidence when in all actuality, it's a disguise to the fact that they know no more than you do and they just don't know how to handle that, right? Confident people know how to handle failure and constructive criticism. Arrogant people do not. Make sense? Yeah. And so, you know, and again, a, a relatively short show today and two reasons. Number one, and we're not done yet, folks. Here comes our, our final segment, right? But as we've always said, that could be 10 minutes long. But, but the reason why is because we're going to really get into this with Dr. Nicole Rentilla in a few weeks, on two brothers, one Mike, most likely uh, season four, uh, and so she's a very busy person right now. Um, but that being said, that's one reason, and uh, also uh, we like to keep them short and sweet sometimes and give you guys uh, uh, some great information uh, in short spurts. Uh, not always trying to go the other route. I know uh, some people, you know, like the shorter shows. Some people like the longer shows. So we try to do a little bit of both. Uh, so there's those reasons as well. And I think we're touching on everything we need to touch on today when it comes to arrogance and confidence that's in our wheelhouse, Joe. Um, uh, we're not going into any studies or anything like that today. We'll save that for the show with Dr. Nicole Rantilla. So if we're looking at the face-off here, if, if we're getting back into the show, arrogance versus confidence, um, here's some statements, I think, uh, that or a couple of statements at least, that, that uh, you may hear these two, you know, two different types of people say, so if you have a confident person, you hear this, we can do this. All right. Keyword we, and, and that, um, the way they, the way they emphasize can, okay. We can do this. And they are trying to give everybody some type, some type of, uh, self, not, not, not so much self-reliance Joe, but self-actualization, 
which is the concept where they're empowering you to be part of it, right? Uh, a confident person doesn't need to be completely in charge without including others on that particular team, whether it's one other person or six other people or a hundred other people to take part in the journey together, okay? Whereas we go from we can do this to an arrogant person's way of saying things, I and only I can do this, right? And obviously, there's so many different ways they can say that. You know, I and only I can do this, where they actually feel that that they're the only person that can handle the situation. See, someone someone once said this, and, and I've, I've seen it several times. It, it, nobody famous, uh, somebody who, who I'm friends with on Facebook, they posted this a couple different times now. And uh, it's been a while since I've seen it, but I remember it because I put it in my notes because I like the saying. It said... Uh, they say when they post it, someone once said, arrogance is confidence in traits or skills you do not actually have. Think about that. Someone once said, arrogance is confidence in traits or skills you do not actually have, which basically sums up everything we just talked about when it comes to arrogance. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny when you were talking about it. Well, go ahead, wrap up what you were saying. No, 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 go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, so when you were talking about, I know that I can do this, and we were talking about working for a boss who happens to be arrogant. Well, uh, if you're not in any form of law enforcement, you well, you'll just have to take it at face value. Those of you who who don a badge will probably appreciate this a bit more. But uh, it just, I remember a moment when when there was something that needed to be done uh, a certain way, it would have worked easier, right? I think it was like mm-hmm. taking out the, having the trash taken out uh, at the jail before we started visitation because of the way it would conflict with things, okay? So okay. it made more sense to do it afterwards. I go to our corporal. This is a long time ago. I go to our corporal and present this idea in front of me. He says, that's not a bad idea. Let me ask the sergeant straight or yeah, straight to the sergeant. (laughs) Hey, Sarge, I had this idea. I was wondering if I'm like, I'm, I'm right here. I'm right here straight to the sergeant. And no, it gets better. Two minutes later, as I'm wrapping things up, getting ready to go start visitation, the sergeant's going to the Lieutenant. Hey, LT, quick question. I was just wondering if we were, I'm like, Oh my God, really? Really? And it's over the trash. I mean, to me, it was just, I'm like watching this happen all the way up to the captain (laughs) who then decided, yes, that is a great idea. Let's do it. And I'm like, uh, (laughs) literally, (laughs) literally could not stomach giving you credit for not one of them not one of them every one of them had to take it take it on as their idea because it was they and again this was not that big of a deal so imagine the big stuff yeah Uh, but you know this was not that big of a deal but watch you go straight up the line (laughs) in a matter of minutes while i'm there and and i'm right there in the room like you guys do know i see this right yeah and (laughs) i can tell you yeah i could tell you right now 10 people listening to this right now just just related to you and I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure it's not just in law enforcement. But it's like, geez, really? If it's something that minor, what about the, you know, again, the big stuff. And when you come up with a, a good idea or whatever, and then you don't get that, that feedback, yeah, it just makes for a bitter, bitter workplace. That's for sure. It makes, makes guys like me look for opportunities to get out. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, hey, lo and behold, guess what? So, yeah, well, that. yeah, yeah, there's that. Um, what, what I want to add to that right now today, what you just said and what we've been talking about the entire show is, uh, is uh, something uh, – it's a book called The Power of Self-Confidence, 
The Power of Self-Confidence. And it was written by a motivational speaker and author, obviously, Brian Tracy. And he breaks down in this book, he breaks down two different aspects. Now, I have not read this book yet, but I have it on my list of books to order for sure. Okay. And uh, because I read some of the excerpts and I, I liked it just from what I read. Okay. Uh, he talks about confidence. He talks about arrogance. And he says, he says this about confidence. He says, confidence is something that comes from within your values, what you believe in and what you will not compromise. And, and that, that right there, folks, is very important what he said. When you uh, have a, a value you place on something, when you believe in something and you do not compromise those values and those beliefs, that's confidence. It's how you uh, display that confidence. Uh, you know, you don't have to tee off on people who don't have the same values or don't have the same belief systems. But at the same time, when they're exp expressing their belief to you, you acknowledge it. You acknowledge it. You um, you give it its you know its due, its worth. But that doesn't necessarily mean you have to compromise and start believing the way they do if you still hold just as much value and belief in your own belief systems. That's confidence. So basically, you're being willing to work toward your passion and perfect your skill developing, right? It causes, you know, here's what it does. It causes self-esteem and, 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 and in turn, self-confidence. So, so your, your self-esteem leads to self-confidence because of your passion, because of your motivation, because of your value, because of your belief systems and what it is you're doing. Confidence. That's basically what I think author Brian Tracy was bringing to the table there. And then when he said some things about arrogance that are in this book, again, I just saw some of it, the cliff notes, if you will, the back cover. <laughs> uh, arrogance is compensation for low self-esteem. We, we, we just talked about this, right, Joe? Mm -hmm. uh, uh, and becoming pushy, becoming loud, forcing your ideas, boys, this social media, forcing your ideas. <laughs> the only way to make things happen is this way. And that's that. And I don't want to hear about your way. Those are all signs of arrogance. And, um, well, that goes way beyond just social media, but well, 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 yeah, but you know, I like to, I like to poke fun of social media because, sure, sure. you know, but, uh, remember this in, in closing this show today. All right. And we're going to talk more about this again with Dr. Nicole Rentilla. One thing, persistence and insistence are very different concepts. Remember that, folks. Being persistent and being insistent, very different, very different. And if you need to look up the exact definitions and think about persistence in your own life and insistence in your own life, and you will realize they are two very different concepts. And that's, that's pretty basically what we want to say today about arrogance and confidence. Yeah, this book sounds pretty interesting. I'll tell you what, I think what I'll do is, uh, do you know if this is like an Amazon thing or something? Maybe I can grab a link and throw in our description if people want to want to pick it up and read it. Well, I'll tell you what, I almost guarantee you it is uh, because that's, that's the route I was going to take. Uh, and by the time this podcast here airs, okay, uh, we'll definitely have that uh, information located in the description of the podcast for sure. All right. Very good. Very good. All right. Well, let's talk about next week's show. So he's back, folks, to complete our three-part series on pre-workout. Ron, the pharmacist, will be with us. Definitely want to follow this very informative three-part series. Yeah, I mean, for sure. And, and next week's show, 
is a conclusion uh, of the three-part series on pre-workout. So many people out there are asking me about this, Joe, about the pre-workout. And, you know, when is it good to take it? What are the ingredients? And what am I looking for? And what brands? And how often? And, and how long before the workout? And, and, and folks, in this three-part series, we have all that information. And so it's, it's a great idea to listen to what we're doing next week. And then we'll have in the description of the podcast the other two parts. So if you listen to all three and it doesn't have to be an any necessary order, you will get a great amount of information on what pre-workout is all about, the benefits, what you have to look for, and how to use it. It's that simple, Joe. It really is. And, and uh, you know, that's that. That's all I got today. All right. Well, until then, I want to remind all of you, be sure to give us a review on your favorite podcast service. Also, if you're on Anchor and have any questions, comments, thoughts, or opinions, you can leave us a voice message via the link in this episode's description. And finally, remember to join us each week as we release new episodes every Wednesday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, on behalf of Coach Tony and myself, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening out there, everybody. Be the best confident you out there this time. Joe, are you the best confident you or are you the best arrogant you? I'm confident. I'm, I try not to be arrogant. Although I don't know, I'm not arrogant you got... when I say I'm confident because I feel like I'm a little arrogant when I say I'm confident. I don't know. That could be. I don't know. When you're you, I tell you what, you better what keep that. What if I'm overly confident? You better keep that clean, shaven face. You better start doing, doing a wardrobe thing because when we go to video, people oh, are I just for... need a I just need a pretty shirt and a nice hat. I'm good, Joe. I'm just